Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome yeah. back to. You like that? Country? <laughs> yeah, I go country. I just go quote country. No, I went country all this. Uh, welcome back to the Brisbane Broncos podcast because we're a we're a we're a country kind of club, aren't we? Oh, we sort of are. We, we sort of are. I know. Perfect person we could probably ask is our guest today, Darius Boyd. Darius, what's your middle name? Luke. Darius Luke, Luke Boyd. Gerald uh, Lomas Lee Jean. Lee Jean. <laughs> Yeah, Lomas, Lejon, and Samuel Arthur. Yes, welcome, welcome. We like to get a bit weird on this podcast, so yeah, tune in. It's so. a roller coaster. Um, we'll go all over the shop here, um, but we'll have fun. We will. Um, um, we'll get started. I'll start us off. Yeah, go on. Dubs, you've been at. We well, sort of like Scott Prince. You've been in a lot of clubs. <laughs> Oh, not no, as actually. No, I'm joking. Not, as, not by choice, actually. Not, not Drag- as bad as Princey. No, nah, yeah. not as bad as Princey. We've had Princey on here as well. Dragons, Knights, um, back to here with with the old boy, um, Wayno as well. Um, the Nos. The Nos. When you left here, or when you first started here, actually, you win, you win a grand final straight away mm. in your first year. How was that? Yeah, it was one of those things. I'm very lucky to play with the players I play with, the team I come into. Obviously, Sammy was a part of that, but... Um, Darren Lockyer, Brad Thorne, Pet- uh, Petro Simisiva, oh. Tony Carroll. Yeah. I think we had Cosa uh, uh, was playing on the bench. He played Origin. Dane Carlo on the bench played Origin. Casey McGuire was on the bench. He played Origin. So it was a, oh, it was yeah. a stacked team. So yeah. I jumped on the wing. Uh, very grateful for the, you know to Wayne in particular for playing me um, not only to start of that season but um, in that grand final too. We had a couple of guys that probably could have taken my spot Tame Tupu was that, there that year played for New Zealand uh, we had Gary the, Leon Bott remember Leon Bott he was yeah. around had a, had a gun lightning. year the year before Steve Michaels was playing some good football Ralph Scotty Dino. Scotty Minto so um, very yeah, grateful to Wayne and the club for giving me that opportunity to you know, be at the club where we won that premiership so a really special moment like, even going back the year before that you decided to repeat high school another mm. year because you, you wanted the chance choice. you wanted the chance and opportunity to <laughs> You're not quite he didn't get kept no, down no. Like, like, like you did. No, man. Uh, but you wanted to like this was a, a true a true passion for you and, mm. and something you wanted to strive to achieve to become an NRL player. So you repeated year twelve. Yeah, year I did. Well, I did. Well, now, well, now you. Well, you used yeah. to do three years senior, but I got to year twelve. I didn't really have any football offers. I didn't really have a suppose career path. I was really yeah. certain on what I wanted to do. Um, I was probably a bit. Scared to go out in the real world, I guess, as well. And I really love school. I love Palm Beach. It was a great Palm Beach. Crumlin was a great school. Uh, I was looked after there by um, a couple of teachers that really helped me out there as well. So I had a small family, so I probably felt um, quite at home at school. Yeah. Um, so it was easy to go back. And if I could get some offers or do um, some, do well in rugby league from going back for another year, then that's my, that was my option, and it worked out really it's well for me. Gig. No. Repeat school on the beach. Yeah, it's a good spot. Oh, good spot. I would have went. I would have went back the year later if I was allowed. But <laughs> being twenty years of age at school is a bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> that would be very well, weird. Who else honest, went there? Who else got BBC? Actually, we've uh, Ben Hannah, Ben Hannah, Tommy Dearden, Tommy Dearden, yeah, yeah. Benny Eichen back in the Steve Michaels days. went there Michaels, as well. Kevin Proctor oh, yeah. from the Titans. Yeah, the squad. Sam Perrett. Sam Perrett. Yeah, he was yeah. there. Really? Yeah. So a yeah. lot of people they've gone out of Palm Beach. It's a great mm. uh, breeding ground. But uh, you end up coming into first grade in two thousand and six. It's your first year. You win a grand final. You play every game. Um, how do you match that in two thousand and seven? Yeah, I didn't. I think um, <laughs> I think I put on a bit of weight for the following year. I felt like I was getting ragdolled a little bit in yeah. first grade. I was only ninety kilos and uh, put on about five kilos for the following season. I don't think I really carried that well into the next year. And they talk about second year syndrome and all that. Yeah. I think you know, winning a grand final, playing with all those players, and yeah. that's the hardest thing. 
even find now with this this squad we got now that we've got a young squad they're very talented but about being consistent that's the hardest thing when you're young and um, Wayne dropped me in round four or five and I went back and played for the Aspley Devils was our feeder oh, club were then they, were, they, were they in go the devs yeah they were that was in cup was it yeah, yeah, yeah we had the Clydesdales in 06 yeah. oh, so and then 2007 we yeah. had Aspley Devils so yeah. played um, I one, played one game for them yeah so I played one game for the Aspley Devils uh, we who played, else was in that team do you remember anyone uh, particular? Jason Moon was in the team. Oh, Joel Moon's brother, but he didn't, yeah, he didn't yeah. play first grade. But I can't remember any first grade players. I can't think off the top of my head. But yeah, so he dropped me back for that one game. Played centre and I actually played all right. So it was kind of good. Did you kick up the arse really? Yeah, or yeah. just to kind of refocus and think. You don't just get handed a jersey every week. You got to work yeah. for it. And it was actually good in a way because I got to play centre. Um, the next week I come back and Brent Tate I think was out at the time so I actually come back and played centre yep. um, a lot of that, 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 that season for the Broncos for the first grade side so it was actually a good thing in disguise really got to play a different position I was playing a lot of wing I played mostly wing in that first year um, so I got to play a bit of um, centre as well and, and full back when Carmichael was out so it was actually um, good and big calmy sausage, mm. <laughs> sausage dog sausage um, <clears> dog <throat> that was 2007 yeah and you still had one yeah 2008 before you moved on yeah I've, I've got a couple of stories that are good, good ones, good ones, <laughs> good ones that um, I was talking to Sammy about before we started this. How you looked after us young boys, mm. you know, when we were that one place in Normandy. Um, <laughs> oh, early days, yeah. Yeah, the early days. You were there. Yeah, I was yeah, there. there. But you always looked after us young boys that were coming through. We hadn't even, I haven't even trained with you yet. Mm. And every time we got there. Like everyone was there mm. in, that, in that top corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was just a special time. I remember, for whatever reason, we used to play a lot of weekend games, the Bronx, and then the feeder club was all one club at the time, whether it was Clydesdales or you know, Aspley Devils, Devils and that. Yeah. So I felt like it was a really club environment, whether we went somewhere afterwards for a drink or to catch up or yeah. talk. It was kind of like not just the 17 players, it was the whole squad of 30 blokes. And I really enjoyed those first couple of years like that because I just thought it was a really good team environment, good mateship, and felt a part of something which was pretty special. Yeah. Now you, you go away, you have some success at the Dragons. Um, bit of another a, GF there. Win a GF there. Bit of a roller coaster at Newcastle. Full circle, come back to Broncos. What's that feeling like for you? Yeah, it was really special. I think when I left Brisbane, um, I never wanted to leave, but it was an opportunity I had to take and go. And I'm grateful for that because I got to play fullback. Obviously, Carmichael was here, and uh, obviously, like I said, won a premiership. We're very lucky, and I'm proud of that. And like I said, Newcastle's some challenges, but I really learned a lot from them, and yeah. grateful for that opportunity as well. Because I probably wouldn't be sitting here today if um, I didn't go through those tough times. And uh, yeah, but to come back, I thought if I ever come back to Queens, I'd have to go to the Titans. I didn't think I'd be able to get the opportunity to come back to the Broncos. We let you back. Oh, I don't know. I just you know, it's such a sure. special yeah, place, yeah. and didn't know you know what the future holds. It's hard to imagine, but um, yeah, to come back was always very special and. Like I said, I never wanted to leave, so to be able to come back and finish my career, I'm very, very proud of that. Yeah, nice. You um, fall back. Now you've just your, your recent switch to in the halves. That's you've never played there before. You play as a young fella at all? Oh, a couple of games, but not really. No. Defensively, geez, you're looking. Whew, you're hurting some people. Yeah, I've always backed my ability to defend. Whether mm-hmm. I've had a bit of criticism this year or not, um, it's probably not been from lack of effort. It's probably been decision making or whatnot, or being tired. But. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, as a fullback, I've always you know chased, kick chases, and try to run out of line here and there, and do make a play for the boys or whatever. So I've always liked defence. Um, I think I'm pretty good at it. So yeah. I think the swap's been working really well. I think yeah. uh, Milf's got a great running game. Um, probably doesn't like defence as much. So um, and <laughs> I'm the old, I suppose I'm the older guy as well. I know the yeah. plays. I'm the captain. I can call the shots. Let Millie run his free game and 
I think it's been working. I'm really enjoying it. I've I've still seen though uh, in some of our previous games while you've been playing in that five eight position. Mill still gets the first receiver and you still swing out the back a little bit as well. Yeah. Is that part of the game plan as well? Yeah, I think that's what's helped me most is that I'm still playing like yeah, a fullback. Yeah, fullback. Yeah. Um, and uh, we've got, as I said, Jakey Turpin, uh, makeshift half at the moment, but <laughs> we're kind of playing like uh, the halfback goes both sides of the field yeah. and I'll, I'll hold the left and Mill will hold the right. So we're mm-hmm. kind of playing like two fullbacks. Um, but we're not, yeah, if one of us wants to go to one side or Mill like, wants to come over the left and pass me a ball, then that's fine as well. So, and obviously Mill's doing all the kicking too, so. There's still some things that I probably don't do that a normal traditional 5-8 does, but yeah. um, I think that's what's making it this, the, the change work is because it's a lot similar to the, the fullback role for me. Are you enjoying it? No, I am. I actually really am. I even said that to Seabs. When, when he first asked me, I said I was keen to do it. Um, I've always been a team guy anyway, but... You just fit um, in anywhere, wherever you feel like it. Yeah, I just think, I don't know, 5-8, like I said, I'm, I'm, on the, I'm the oldest guy on the team. I'm the captain. <laughs> um, I call most of the shots and the plays. I just yeah. think it makes my job easy to do that at 5-8. Yeah, um, less running, more defending, but I like defending, and um, I think it's really good for Mills' game too. So he seems to be enjoying it as well, and we've been successful the last few weeks, which is, which is the main thing. You, yeah. you spoke before about a bit of criticism. You've copped a little bit. I mean, you're not on social, yeah. which is good I mean, a good thing. A good thing. Me and Sammy are geniuses at it. Yeah, yeah. I would like to say we think we are guilty. <laughs> um, but then you've got your your missus, who's the total opposite opposite to you, and mm. she's she's um, on social as well. Yeah. Is that you know, is it probably hard for her sometimes, um, you know, because you obviously don't have to, have to read it. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes when she sees it, is that, is that tough for her sometimes? Yeah, definitely. I think it's always hard when you see negative things, whether it's about yourself or your, your loved yeah, ones. Yeah. But I think she unsubscribed to a few football um, <laughs> pages or whatever they are. Yeah, so yep. I think that just made her job a lot easier too. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's, you know, life's yeah, a roller coaster sometimes. And uh, I talk about it a lot. And we've got a young group. So, um, I mean, I'm been through a lot in my past so a few criticism things here and there doesn't phase me too much mm. of course it's not ideal but all I can do is worry about coming to train every day with a smile on my face and, and working hard and wanting to be better and, and, and changing some results if they've been poor whether it's the team focus or even myself individually if I've been poor then what I can work on how I can be better mm. um, like I said the last few weeks have been working really well and yep. uh, we're starting to find our feet and I think that's exciting for the, for the future of the club how, how important is having that good um family backing behind you so your wife Kayla uh, your daughter Willow yeah and another bubs on the way mm. how important is that to you and how important has that been for you this year yeah oh, it's always I think I always talk about I do a lot of you know, talks around mental health and I have three things I talk about and one's your support network and it's probably the biggest one that I talk about and harp on when I'm talking about those things because your support network's so massive whether it's your family, your wife and your little ones or whether it's you know your best mate mm. down the road or your, your mentors or your, your coach at the, at the club, wherever, whoever they are, they, have to, they don't have to be family and support. They can be um, outside of different areas. They can be you know, anyone really that you trust and count on. But uh, it's good to be able to talk to those people and, and realise what's important. And important things are th- people that are close to you, you know, the ones that are there for the good times. Uh, they'll pat you on the back, but they're also there on the, the tough times. They want to help yeah. you out, pick you up and make sure you're doing okay you, as well. You feel like having that background as well? Helps you a lot with these young fellas because obviously, you know, they're probably copping too much, a lot of criticism here and there every week. They've never had this before, mm. you know. Um, so having a captain like yourself who has been through so much um, to make it easy for you to talk to them because some of them obviously like, you know, when you do talk, you have mental health talks or anything like that. Yeah. They're probably scared to come out and say anything. Oh, mm. like I'm having problems with this or I'm having problems with that. Can you spot that? Yeah, definitely. I can see a lot of some of them, the boys in the younger version of myself, you know. So yeah. when I see that, I kind of. 
try to spend a bit more time with them or mm. you know try to catch up with a coffee or even if it's a chat we're just hanging out having a chat but try to chuck a few things in there that I might think will help them yeah. Not, without saying well they won't know it's probably I'm doing that but you just yeah, try to yeah, give them a bit yeah. of advice or you know put an arm around them you know Jack Bird's probably a good example he's had a few injuries yeah um, he's up here away from family yeah. away from you know um, away from his you know so his support life, network and all that yeah, yeah he's come yeah. up here just to play rugby league and, and play well for the Broncos and when you're away from your family you're injured you know and mm. things have you know haven't worked out the way he's probably wanted them to um, you can see someone like that, you know, spiraling or um, things not going the way they want them to. So people like that, you know, just put a put an arm around them, catch up for coffee, spend a bit of time with them, make sure that they feel that people love them, care about them, and support them. Yeah, and that's 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 the most important thing. Now we're touching on family here and talking about family. Um, you know, just to humanise you a little bit uh, for a lot of our fans and listeners out there. Um, you had a very very different kind of upbringing as a kid. Yeah, I was. I always speak about it. It's a weird one. I mean, like uh, as a kid, you don't understand around you know family and you know, life and death and mm-hmm. um, people you, you do and don't know and support networks and all that stuff. So you kind of just take the ride as it comes. And it's not what, probably until my teenage years and early adult years I understood. Well, I've got to realise that you know there's people. I didn't really have a lot of people around me. Yeah. Um, never met my father. My mum became ill with mental health issues at 15. Yeah. Um, my uncle and grandfather passed away when I was eight and 11. So it was me and my grandmother for. A long period of time, you know. Yeah. So it wasn't until those, you know, later years in life you realise you don't have those people around you to tell you right from wrong or give you a kick up the backside when you need it, yeah. uh, or help you out through some tough times, or pat you on the back when you have good times. So, um, but at the time when you're young, you know, I was, my mum did a great job till I was 15. Took me on my sporting events, um, athletics carnivals, Christmas presents, you know, roof over my head, yeah. food on the table. She did what she could do. So <clears throat> I don't look at it that bad. But I think it, in a way it's probably. Um, strengthen me and give me some really good tools to learn from and experience that um, I can hopefully pass on to not just the younger boys at the club but um, out in the wider community as well. So, you know, those things um, shape and mould you as a uh, as a young adult growing up and they can um, either help or uh, be a hindrance to yourself. Is that why you're really involved in the work that you're doing now with the, the whole mental health side of things? Yeah, I think for a long period of time I did have a chip on my shoulder I looked at my life has been hard done by and uh, why did this have to happen to me and where's all my support my family you know and blah 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 but um, I can't change the past it is what it is yeah. um, and I put my hand up went asked for some help went to a mental health clinic for three weeks best decision I ever made just to really turn my, my life around um, have a change in heart and a positive mindset that was probably the biggest thing uh, I always speak about uh, when I do my talks whether it's the kids or you know uh, businesses or whatnot it's about um, when I went to that clinic uh, my circumstances hadn't changed from when I went in there to three weeks after but it was my my outlook on life mm-hmm. and my positivity mm-hmm. that had changed in my mental space um, so that's what I try to really promote to you know when I do these talks you know, and I talked about the support network before before which is really important um, gratitude's another one you know I've so many things to be grateful for but in my times of struggles I was really focused on all the negatives and the things that um, hadn't gone well instead of being focused on the on the positives yeah. and empathy in that as well or helping others and giving back I think that's yeah, a big thing yeah. I'm in a, and I'm, I'm in a great position where I can get out in the community and help others and give back and put a smile on people's faces or hopefully change someone's life for the good yeah. uh, obviously being as a Bronco you know you get a chance to do that so that's an easy job for me and I really enjoy it as well well just, look, like, well, just like you I had a chip <clears> on my shoulder but I ate it <laughs> um, the big fella and, and, you ate yeah. my lunch before too <laughs> yeah actually I, no, did. I, I did I'm sorry apologies yeah. I, like, right. I hope he's not watching this um, I hope the nutritionist doesn't watch this on, <laughs> on your darkest days how how dark and how hard was it for you to get out of those holes 
Oh, it just become, you know, it goes from dark hours to days to weeks to months. That's the thing. That's yeah. where that's what that's the problem. So, and rugby league was probably number one for me when, at my darkest point, and family and friends were number two, which was obviously the wrong way to have it. Mm. Um, but in saying that, when I, you know, had a challenging upbringing in different ways, rugby league had always been there from, since I was six years old. So, it's probably why I didn't know any better, and I put rugby league at number one. Um, so when that wasn't going well, and it was probably in Newcastle when I wasn't as successful as a team or myself personally, that my whole world seemed to crumble down. Um, but it's just about I isolated myself, pushed myself away from you know family, friends, my wife, you know closest friends at the club, um, and then rugby league be- become a chore as well in the end. And um, just and one of those things where I got too much, couldn't handle anymore, and I needed to, needed to ask for help. Wasn't sure what help I needed but I just remember you know looking back at old photos um, of being a happy you know face yeah. kid smile on my face uh, I got to a point where I wasn't happy wasn't enjoying things and really couldn't see hope for the future and that's a pretty scary feeling yeah 13 11 14 is a number for lifeline if anyone out there needs to talk any, to anyone if very important they don't have a support network um, around them lifeline is a great number to call 100% and um, we do this every week Darbs I'm sorry but um, just like you, I, I've been looking for my dad as well. So, dad, if you're out there, I know you went to the shops and you haven't come back yet. So, yeah. Um, if you want to help, I'll, I can help look for yours. Yeah, and you we'll can swap. Help. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, they're both watching, eh? Uh, I don't think they will, but well, well, I don't think mine will. He's, he's long gone, the big. <laughs> let's talk about fatherhood. Um, How has that changed your life? Yeah. Oh, I just. I learned a lot of things in the clinic um, and it just reiterated the fact that, you know, support network and family um, is, is most important. Yeah. And uh, rugby league's my passion, it's my career, it's my goal. It's been so good to me and given me so much. But end of the day, whether I've played good, bad or indifferent, if we've won, lost or drawn, uh, be able to go home to your wife and little one, mm. um, is, mm. yeah, see the smile on their face. She's grown uh, up so fast, they, man. Yeah, yeah well... <laughs> We lost the grand final when she was born, so it was, it was a tough time. To, oh, yeah. Tough times in our rugby league careers to lose that grand final in that way we did, but... You lost in a massive game for you. To, to go home to... Yeah, yeah, I think she was 10 days old after that. Yeah. It made me kind of forget about it pretty, pretty quickly and be able to enjoy being a father for the first time. Yeah. Um, I've always said it. Um, you know, I look back on my career now and your, your favourite game kind of changed and your favourite moment kind of changes over time. And mine kind of changed once I had kids. My favourite game of all time now is my well, last my last home game, which was Father's Day. Yep. And I got to run out in the stadium. Uh, we played manly, and I ran out with, with both my girls, daughters. Yeah. Um, you know, you can't. You, your wife sits in row one, mm. right behind the bench, just about. <laughs> um, and Willow is your number one supporter. She does not shut up. Mm. Yeah. How was it having her there and, and, you know, taking her out in the field after the game? Yeah, I think that's what makes yeah, it all really special and um, being able to, you know, even you know, other boys like you saw, you, you did it last year and um, Jillo and, and when Moose was here and just taking all the kids out. Lodgy's mm. got kids now. And yeah. It's just it's a really special feeling, especially after a win. You know, they, they come and support. They're, you know, they're there through all the hard times and the good times as well. But um, it's obviously really enjoyable um, to send their fans home with a good win and, and make sure they've, you know, they're the ones that um, come out and support us all the time through, yeah. through it all. So it's good to be able to send them home Does, with a win, but it's also good to be able to go around and wave and, and cheer with your little one, you know, either carrying them or walking by your side as well. Just will I know if you've um, you've lost a game and did like I know you say you, you drop stuff, but does she know sometimes when you when you've lost a game and you come home, Dad's yeah. healthy? <laughs> nah, she doesn't. I'm pretty good at that too. I mean, yeah. she's not getting that point of it yet. She was uh, asking the other day. She's like, why is Milf wearing number one? She was a bit filthy. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, she was. Oh, she's changed, yeah. the, changed to the six. So yeah. 
What did you? Like, how did you explain that to her? Oh, we just changed numbers. Numbers. It's, yeah, it's, she's like, she's but you're one. She's filthy. So ah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. But no, that's kids just say what they you know they don't have a filter. Yeah, but yeah. That's what you love about them, I guess, too. But um, no, it's good fun. What's next for you, mate? What's the, I want to ask a question. What's the fun? What does what does Darius Boyd do when he's not with his family, or not not so much with his family, but on his fun times? What do, what does Darbs do in his in his to enjoy himself? I suppose not much, to be honest. <laughs> No, I'm a pretty simple kind of guy, really, to be truthful. I don't. I just really find fun in, in spending time with quality people. I think yeah, that's yeah. what I've really learned. You know, I've, when I was younger, I've you know, gone drinking and done all the young things mm. and had gone to parties and all that type of stuff. But um, I've never been happier in my life than I am right now, and that's because of my family and all the things I've been able to learn. So when I have time away from you know, the game, um, I like to just spend time with you know family or going to the movies. My birthday not that long ago, and... I uh, went and watched Lion King with Willow and, and Kayla and uh, went out for dinner. And that was just, it was simple, but it was really enjoyable mm. to me. And it was just the small things that I really enjoy in life. Um, I don't mind playing a bit of poker here I was just there. about uh, to ask. Yeah, a bit of a poker player. Sammy knows that from <laughs> early days. But aside from that, and it's probably not sometimes good because you, you can lose a bit of money. But apart yeah. from that, I'm... Sometimes you get the boys over and you, you have a little setup there and you just, you just have fun at home. It's Yeah, we've had a few away trip games or we've yeah, had a few yeah. home games at mine. Or I had my, for my 30th, I had a bit of a poker night and... Got some tables and roll out tables and different things. Are you things good though, or do you just like? No, I will say this: Darbs is brilliant at poker. He's he's a he's a numbers man. He oh. works it all out. He knows the percentages. It's yeah. But who do you hate playing against the most when you play poker? Oh, it's Mill for um, Jimmy Roberts is here because they just push the whole time, go all in with an absolutely. And you, nothing. you you want you want you want that? Well, because the if you're playing like that with statistics and numbers, yeah, yeah. like. You can kind of understand what people are doing things with, but yeah. when you got crazies just Erratic. going with any Erratic, kind of yeah, hands yeah. and cards, it's, you don't know what's going on. It's a fifty-fifty call, so it's yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. You're a bit of a sports nut too. Yeah. What's yeah, your yeah. What would be your ultimate sporting experience? Oh, NFL. Uh, I've been to an NFL game. Who's your team? Oh, it was the Steelers. It's been the Steelers. I still like them, but they've lost. You know, Le'Veon Bell's just gone. Antonio Brown's just gone. So Can't hanging, jump hanging to, shit. Yeah, I know, but I'm hanging. Str- I'm always like, I love seeing people succeed, and yeah, I, so yeah. obviously Tom Brady, I, I respect him and what the mm. Patriots do, just because uh, I love how he has 41 years of age, still winning premierships or he, Super Bowls. Is he won, how many six? He's won six, yeah. And I, I love how people just bring him down every year and say he's not going to, he's going to you know, retire, he's not good same enough, thing. and same thing year after year proves everyone wrong. So who do, who do you reckon he reminds you of? That would have played in the NRL. Oh, Cameron Smith, for sure. Yeah, yeah. and you look at Melbourne and, and Cameron Smith, what yeah. they've been able to achieve for probably 10-plus years. Yeah. They're always there or thereabouts. And, you know, Cooper Cronk left. They still made the grand final. Billy mm. Slater's left. They're on the track to making the grand final. Yeah. You know, they just keep yeah. doing the same things each week. They've had, you know, uh, rest in their origin stars, and they bring in, you know, guys within the squad that still come in and get a win in the NRL, and that's um, pretty so special. Super Bowl. We can organise that. You we can. Oh, we have to come, though. Yeah. I think that would be cool. So yeah. if we can get a... Well, get how about we put it out there? Yeah, we'll, um, Darius's retirement. When he yeah. retires at the yeah. end of it, retired, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that can be our little uh, trip away. Mm. Super Bowl. Yeah, Super Bowl. Uh, people I'm can in. jump on board if they want. Uh, we're you looking, good money, though. I mean, we're looking for sponsors. <laughs> yeah, you've got to pay for the entertainment, Gerald yeah. and myself. 100%. Uh, and Super Bowl is just a bonus at the end of the day. Where is the next Super Bowl, actually? Oh, it's in America. You would know. No, I actually don't. <laughs> they change every year. They change every year, yeah. yeah. No one's ever, it's a strange fact, no one's ever played at their home ground, so they change every year. And whoever. Oh, no team's ever played at their so home So, whatever one they've you know, picked each year, that home team's team never, never made never it. Made well, it. Well, ever talk- in history. No. 
Wow. Well, there's talks at the moment about bringing the NRL grand final to Brisbane mm. in 2021, yeah, maybe. That number's good enough. Yeah, around that. <laughs> anyway, uh, so when they redo Olympic Stadium, mm. uh, they're talking about bringing it up here. How much would that make the Queensland teams work harder to try and make grand the grand final? final? Yeah, well, it'd be a massive leg up. You know, I mean, I remember in 2015 we had those finals games to get through to the grand, grand final. It was so much easier oh, being at playing. Home. Yeah, we playing two games at home to make the grand final. One of them was Roosters. Cowboys and Roosters. Yeah, Yeah, so it's just, yeah, obviously playing at home, you know, it's like every week when we get to play at home, we're very lucky to have so many fans cheering us on. Imagine that. You have two semifinals in Brisbane and and then you play the grand final in Brisbane. Do do you reckon they would have to give some tickets to the away side? Nah. Do you know what I mean? Stuff them. They can sit on the roof. Because you remember, like, obviously, Mm. we all know what it's like to play Origin at Suncourt Stadium and Mm. have that little blue section that they have. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine just... Just say it's the the Broncos, say versus the Rabbitohs. Oh, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Man, if it's the Broncos, and then they had that just that little section, mm. that'd be crazy. Yeah, It'd be burrow. you'd have burrow. to win. You'd have to win. You'd have to win. Other way, pressure you, on because yeah. yeah, all the odds are stacked in your favour. So hundred yeah. percent, you get you stay at home because mm. you you know when you well, I don't know, but that fifteen I was there that year when you did travel down and everything mm. that was. It seemed like an like it was. It's obviously a huge event, but it's just yeah. like the whole time if you're not playing the game, it's a party. Mm. Like it's that's there's so many something going on. Yeah. There's always something going on. There's always like there was so many Queenslanders there, man. Mm. Yeah. Well, obviously because it was a yeah. all Queensland, Queensland, Derby. Queensland yeah. Derby. But but it's even like just to see how many Broncos fans were there over even you know the Cowboys fans. Mm. Yeah, it was insane. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Now these are uh, probably fan questions now. Um, and a lot of a lot of our fans and listeners and subscribers they subscribe they love these questions yeah. um, you've played with some fantastic players in your time yeah um, mm-hmm. on any level um, Broncos St George Newcastle Queensland Australia um, best tour you've ever been on best tour <laughs> yeah best tour you've ever been on or? no no best tour he's ever been on I'm just asking questions you know okay ask it yeah best tour yeah that's a hard one I mean um, <clears throat> had some Fun ones in the early days, I guess. Yeah, you probably um, had fun ones, yeah. But every time we went to the UK, it was special, you know, mm. whether it was you know, just because it's so far away, but, you know, going away with, you know, your mates and obviously doing a job over there and that's what you're there to do. But then on the downtime, you get to, you know, see the world, travel the world, experience some crazy experiences from different countries. It's just, it's pretty special and yeah. it's something that you never, never forget. The reason why I ask that question is because obviously I went on my first tour with you. Uh. You were there. Did I can't you believe see, you did came you back. See, oh no, I mean, did you, did you see a lot of me in you when you won in your first tour? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of one example, and definitely not. But yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, no. Yeah, apart, no, I, I mean, that's all. I, that's when you think about rugby league, and I suppose you both can talk about this a bit because you finished your careers. That that's one of the things you miss most, yeah. and you have, make so many friendships and. Um, you have great camaraderie with the blokes, and you, know, you have some special times—good, bad, or indifferent—or you know, whether it's just playing good games and winning, or if it's mm. having a, a beer together, or whatever you're doing. You know, going to the movies—you just you make some special bonds and relationships yeah. that you always hold dearly to your heart, and you never forget. And mm. I think that's what's—that's one thing you do miss when you finish it—is that you don't have all those, you know, 20 blokes around you constantly, whether that's in your, your club team or your rep, rep teams as well. Yeah, that is tough, actually, to be honest, because. 
I can still remember something my mother told me early days when I was a bit homesick. She said, you make your family where you are. Mm. And then you get, you got to think about it. You're with the footy team from mm. you're always uh, first of November. You start yeah. your pre-season. Yeah. You finish September, October. And yeah. then if you go away on tour, mm. you know, sometimes we're going on tours for eight weeks mm. over in the UK. Yeah. And that, that becomes your family. It is a big kind it's, of... It is. It's funny you say big that. big hole when you're... When you're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you say that because I remember that year, that 2011 year, man. I don't even remember half, seeing half my mates all the time because you're just so you're on the road every week, yeah. like you're. And it is. Is that because you got knocked out in that game in the UK? Yeah, it's probably why. Sideways. Well. But it's even um, they're on different <laughs> schedules, so you got you know yeah. mates that it might be school teachers or yeah, you know whatever. They don't have the same three. schedule, so yeah, we get a bit of time yeah. off through the week, or we have half days, but then we're we're working on the weekends, or yeah. even holiday mode. Mm. You know, like you only get that period of six, that six to seven eight weeks mm. where yeah. they're still working, yeah. and then they're like, oh, we want to go away and you know. December, July, yeah, January yeah. or February or something mm-hmm. like. Well, you can't yeah. play footy. Yeah. Like, but I, that's one thing that I think that, and probably Sammy can attest to this as well. If you don't work so much in, you know, and you get some time off yeah. in the middle of the years, I think that's the fun thing about not playing footy anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I really enjoy that. Like, yeah. I really enjoy. Like, I just got back from Hawaii. Like, mm. I just it's so much hey, fun. You like, that system, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, but it is. Great spot, but yeah. no, but it is. You get to. You can go away. Because you usually go into overseas in win, you know, winter all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, When you go, but you get to go in summer. Yes, mm. yeah. yeah. You, I reckon it's pros and cons to anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you've been playing how many? How many years have you been playing? It's now? My fourteenth. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Two prong question: best player you played with, but then favorite player you played with. Oh, that's really hard. Can't be the same person. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> or favorite would be probably JT. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just because. I uh, love his energy. Um, you know, he can give you a spray if you do something wrong, but he's super animated too when you do something well and he's mm. excited. He's just upbeat. Yeah. Just makes you want to be a better player and, and play with him. And I was lucky enough for Queensland and Australia, especially play on his edge too, outside him or around him. So I got to spend a lot of time with him in tours and, and camps, but yeah. also on the field as well. Yep. Um, seeing him firsthand, I guess. Um, I, I suppose best just in general it's it's really hard I th- I'll, I'll probably just bring up one where I think it was pretty cool uh, Wendell Saylor was my probably idol growing up one of my favourite players to yeah. watch mm. I was a Broncos fan growing up and Wendell Saylor was one of my favourites so to, I got to play with him in, at the Dragons oh, in 2009 yeah. I didn't even think it was his that, last yeah. season uh, with a back three like me him and Brett Morris so it was pretty cool I don't know just to not only meet him but to get to play him and call him a mate and you know I think that's been that was that's something that uh, I've, I've always I told him too, and he gets you know what he's like. He loves yeah, he gets any attention on himself. Hey, what about when he calls you on the phone and you, you don't, just, get, a word you don't get a word? And he goes, "Anyway, mate, no, it's good to talk to you. Anyway, I'll talk to you later." Well, I didn't talk to you anyway, mate. So, yeah, sweet. <laughs> yeah, so no, that the Dell, the that's Del. a good memory for me as well. That, yeah. that would have been. Yeah. I, I think. Yeah, we played against you in that year in that the final at Suncorp Stadium, yeah, and he us. played. Yeah, yeah, he actually played in that. Yeah. Actually, that's cool. I'm going to say I played against Wendell Saylor. Mm. Yeah. Did you? Oh, not get, he was on the other side. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. But still, not really. same team. And he's one of the true characters of the game too, you know, like one of the old school ones. that yep. uh, Sammy, you were a bit like that as well. But I remember Wendell, uh, we played the Knights one game and um, Adam McDougal's on the other edge and they had that really good rivalry. And yeah. Wendell scored a try and he ran past him, giving right, a finger. Yeah, and then yeah. McDougal scored Woo-hoo, one, he did it yeah. back. Then yeah. Wendell scored another one, he was doing yeah. two. It was just a good rivalry. I remember he caught a bomb at the back one time and he caught it over his head so he was running away from the team. 
and he's running at the fans. He pointed all the fans like that as he was running back and turned around and ran back to the into the defensive line. He just caught a bomb. He's mid- middle game. He's pointing to the fans yeah. and then running back in. I was just like, did Wayne love that? Like when you're at Dragons, it, would he bring that stuff up? Oh, he just it? he loved. I think yeah, you know, loved people it, that Wayne know, people that do know Wayne or that yeah, don't know yeah. him, you know that he 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 likes those type of people. Obviously, yeah. people that are quieter and introverted or. You know, you, you like spending time around those kind of people that um, make it easy for you just to sit there and laugh and yeah. listen to. And Wendell was one of them. Willie Mason was another at the, at the Knights. Alfie Langer. Alan Langer, yeah. There's, there's, you know, days, Kevy Walters is one of them too. Yeah. There's, a, there's a heap around. You're, you're a bit like that, Sammy, as well. Jarrell, you're the same. So it's easy to spend time with those people because they make you laugh. They always talk. Mm. And Oatsy's probably one of them, but sometimes <laughs> it needs a switch off button. Yeah, but he, no like, he doesn't shut up sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Energizer bunny. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. But then he, he won't he call you. He complains a bit more. He's not as, as um, happy, he, I would yeah. say. Face to face, he'll talk to you, but then he won't call you back. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's never. If you watch him, <laughs> he's got a new bub, so he's busy. Oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah. fair enough. Yeah, Apparently, so. he sleeps in a separate room. Oh, because he doesn't want to wake up for the kid. Yeah. That's a terrible father. I may have made that up. Oh, a bit of GST on that. Always, bit of GST always. on that. That's the power of the microphone. We can say whatever we want. Um, Dubs, mate, we appreciate. Uh, I think that's us. Yeah. Having you on uh, today. Um, no worries. And um, I'm sure the the fans will will love and appreciate it too. We got this uh, little Broncos head here that uh, we get all the players to sign. You would probably recognise a few Some, more yeah, signatures on here than than others. A lot of the young fellas. Oh, no, that's Lockies. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, how can you forget? Look, yeah. most of the young ones just write their whole their name. name. Yeah, yeah. Alfie. Yeah, is that Jello? Yeah, yeah. The, the heartbeat. Bibi. Joe. Yeah. yeah, he's good at. He's going a lot better than a lot of other guys. Yeah. Yeah. PPJ because he wrote that. Yeah, yeah. arrogant. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> There's a few actually old boys on there. Yeah, there are a few old boys on there actually. Is there? Yeah, no, I don't think I know too many. Oh, actually, more than you might have named them. Yeah, you got uh, who Mitchell is that? Oh, yeah. I oh, know, sorry, I like that's Mick Hancock. He's Mick Hancock. Is that Coza? Nah, it's, it's not, not Mick Hancock. It is. It is, is that Mick Hancock? Yeah. yeah. Lexi up the top there. Oh, yeah. Lexi. Yeah. Just a yeah. few. There's a few. I, we, we don't know who that is. I mean, we think it's a small child, man. No, I think that's Payne like Haas, man. That's the only PH. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Is he doing that, well, is he? Yeah, it's not a good one, so you'd you we'll have to have a chat to him about that. Yeah, something you have to work. You remember on. your first signature? It's, yeah, just to write my whole name, <laughs> Darius Boyd. Mine Darius Lee Boyd. Mine was terrible too. Yeah. I don't think mine's got much better. But we're going to sell this for our. our we now one. we're going to sell this for our Super Bowl trip that yeah, we're all Super doing Bowl together. Trip. Yeah. Oh, right on the schnout. Yeah. On the schnozer. On the schnoz. Yeah, nice. We do one more thing before we leave, mate. It's um, it's a bit awkward for some, but awesome uh, for others. How you that? Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Close your hands, though. Oh yeah. Is it? I'm a bit sweaty. A bit clammy. I'm not doing my hands. Thanks for joining us, big fella. No worries. Thanks.